This is Ritesh Batra talking about filmmaking. Is that finally I was also able to carry some things over. Like the way Pan works, I think, is very similar to the way Charlotte Rampling works. Really? How so? Uh, it's it's hard to articulate for me because I don't have their instrument, so I'm not I'm not inside their heads. But but the way the kind of discussions we would have and how she would respond to something, I would be it would come at you know because some actors it depends on their training. But especially over here in the UK, actors come from a place of text, so they've really found a way into it through the text of the dialogue and you know they're very wedded to it and and for good for good reasons and that's their process but with Charlotte and also with Irfan I found that it was a lot about talking about the character and and where they are at the time and and the text was almost secondary in our work and it was very nice and we kind of rediscovered her character on set and this is a movie about a mistaken delivery in Mumbai's famously efficient lunchbox delivery system that connects a young housewife to an older man in the dusk of his life as they build a fantasy world together through notes in the lunchbox. This film stars, excuse me, this film is directed by Ritesh Batra, written by Ritesh Batra, starring Ifran, Irfan Khan, Nimrat Kerr, and of course this movie is The Lunchbox. कल खाली डब्बा भेजने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया आज भेज रही हूँ पनीर मेरे हसबेंड का फेवरेट uh, and this is required watching, where you watch the essential films of lists of from lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens about learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host Trey Epps, and today we are continuing our journey of Indian cinema through the rest of the year with the Lunchbox. And a year ago, we decided to cover our first Indian film, Thapt. And you wouldn't believe the amount of research that Dan and I did to land on something that we thought was good, that was a good representation of Indian cinema as it was currently. Whether or not we did that, we certainly don't know. But that's why continuing our journey through Indian cinema was so important. For me, like I said before, I connect through pop culture and specifically movies, and it gives me so much joy to <laughs> it gives me so much joy to talk crap about subpar American movies because it's where I'm from. And I'm allowed, but <laughs> we look at other countries and we really try to examine those films that have seemingly made an impact on their country. Long story short, we're watching this, <laughs> we're watching The Lunchbox because I heard good things about it and it seemed to be a good romance drama that made it, that, that made it different from other movies on this list and that were made it different from movies that were on these lists that were big epics or Bollywood classics. This seemed to be the most American Indian film that I've watched a trailer for and it excited me. The Lunchbox screened at the International Critics Week in 2013 and at the 2013 Cannes Film Festival and later won the Critics Week Viewer's Choice Award, also known as the Grand Raudior. It was also shown at the 2013 Toronto International Film Festival and the film was released in theaters in India on the 20th of September 2013. The Lunchbox was a box office success and received unanimous critical acclaim 
and it was Khan's biggest grossing Indian. It was Khan's highest grossing Hindi film until it was surpassed by the Hindi medium by Hindi medium in 2017. The Lunchbox was nominated for Best Film, not in the English language, at the 2015 British Academy Film Awards. Now, the reason that, before anyone gets on me, the reason why I said American Indian Film is is partly because it, it really felt, it, I'm not talking about the, the fact that they spoke English, but the short runtime, the, well, I guess they spoke English a few times in this film, but the short runtime, the really direct like a romance of it all the like it felt it felt it felt very familiar is probably what i should be saying as opposed to american it felt really really familiar as like this kind of movie and i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong this movie doesn't really it seems to be like the exception do these kinds of movies exist not only with a shorter runtime but like these romance movies that are played really straight without like without much music really leading the way like you know yeah, like, do these movies exist? And if they do, and if they're, if you think any are good, please let me know. Whether they're a romance movie or not, I'm really interested in these movies that play with with a couple of things, like really, be, really being steeped in like the Indian mechanics, right? Like the Indian culture with the Dabawalas, but also playing ball, playing ball with with. American with with Amer- with I, not, I don't want to say American but like Western cinema again being shorter again being really censored on one thing and 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 driving it home. Not saying India or any other country can't do that, of course. That'd be really silly of me, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. But I love your recommendations because this is one of the first films. Actually, Timbad maybe maybe another one. But it's one of the few that I've that I've seen or read about that seem to have this angle. Anyways, again, I only watched trailer for this film, and I, I got to tell you, as a Westerner, I was intrigued by the lunch system, like the lunchbox system. I I've heard about this, and it was probably during like an Anthony Bourdain like travel show. But something so simple, like like this, like your lunch getting mixed up, really spurring a, a two hour. A, hour and a half, two hour film is interesting. Not only that, are these characters never meeting each other, never being on the same screen together is, is heartbreaking as a viewer who starts to really enjoy this relationship that's being, that's unfolding. I remember, remember I said that the trailer seemed to be the most American. Again, I, I thought felt familiar and, and, and I couldn't place it. I couldn't place it until midway through, but this, then it hit me that this movie Felt very much like You Got Mail with Tom Hanks and and Meg Ryan, which we covered a few weeks ago. Except this movie was infinitely better. This film dives into their lives and shows the progression of their companionship that they're both missing. Of course, I say companionship because I'm not sure. At times, it doesn't feel like a feel. It doesn't feel like a real romance. I could be wrong. What do you think? I know this is classified as a romance film, but it didn't feel like a real romance in a traditional sense. It felt like more of an emotional and spiritual like spark relationship. If we talk for a minute about the Dabawalas, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, most Dabawalas are, of course, relate. of course, most Dabawalas are related to each other and they belong to the Vakari sect in Mah- Mahar. They belong to the Vakari sect. I, I can't say where this M word, and I'm so, so sorry. I don't want to butcher it. And they all come from the same small village near Pune. Pune? 
um, which I think is so interesting. I mean, to have it's kind of like Italy's gondola gond- gondoliers, where they're all they're usually related or have been born in or connected into this this career that you know is is loved i think but not exactly cherished in the same way like i know that the double don't get paid as much and i know they have like a union they have a whole bunch going on to get that up but it's really interesting that they you know they along with like the gondoliers like the teachers these people who we value so much for the services that they provide we don't pay them enough and we don't respect them enough to to really value what it is that they're doing and i i don't know the history of it so i'm not speaking to anything politically but from what i what i've read and what i've heard that's the situation which i think is really interesting but of course do you know what like <laughs> it's it's no different from like food delivery drivers in america right like we don't pay them but we we will spend a lot of money to get food that from a few blocks away delivered to our house so it's no different, but I, I think it's interesting that like this it comes from a tradition, like it's a traditional thing. And of course, the Dabwalas I heard don't want their children to get into this business because it doesn't pay very well. And you know, again, that's sad because then who's going to deliver the lunches, right? Like someone has to do it. Essential workers should be valued better. Anyways, when it comes to uh, actors being booked and busy, I. Love Irfan. I Irfan. I I I have seen his face a lot, and I can't even tell you from where specifically. I've looked at his his work, and I know I've seen him in some of these things. But his face feels so familiar, and maybe that's just the work that he does as an actor of bringing that warmth to life. Um, he sadly passed away in 2020. Oh, gosh, it's so sad to have found that out. So rest in peace to, to Irfan Khan. He certainly made you feel really connected to him and, and, and his characters. And yeah. Yeah. So uh, in terms of fun facts, there are three main characters in this film, Jean, Sheikh, and Ila. And... And they all belong to different religions. Sajan is Christian, Sheikh is Muslim, and Eli is Hindu. And this signifies the unity and diversity existing in Mumbai. The film was jointly produced by various studios, including Dar Motion Pictures, UTV Motion Pictures, Dharma Productions, Shikya Entertainment, NFDC, Row Films, ASAP Films, uh, and Cine Mosaic. Of course, those some of those companies represent different countries, including India, Germany, France, and America, which only tells me that it's no small feat to make a film in India. It takes a village and sometimes takes money from money and production help and, and, and everything else from other countries to, to let it be seen in the ways that it should be. Also really good to note that Ritesh went to Tish in, in New York, went to NYU, which is always really good to see people who... I have a really good connection with NYU. I haven't gotten, I've taken a class at NYU. So I, I have a really good, I'm always happy to see people from there really able to continue working. But yeah. So scene sealers, of course, my favorite character was the coworker who surprised me. You know, tell me what you thought about this guy, but I thought he was annoying, you know, really trying to get, get, you know, this guy to kind of mentor him as he was going to take his job. And then he, I, then I started to understand him, but in a way that I couldn't trust anything that he was saying. This is before the boss called him in. It just felt like 
yeah, it just felt like a bit, a bit too much. A bit, a, he was a bit too much. Where it felt like he was coming on really strong, and then it felt like he, he, he his life was so chaotic. But what I like about that is that it actually feels a bit more real, right? I think we have these real aspects of these three different people. We have, you know, we have we have this guy who's about to retire, and he's really feeling a bit grumpy with life. We have this like, and then we have this new kid on the block who's like, "Teach me everything. I want to learn. I want to do this. I want to provide for my life, my wife. I want to provide, make everyone around me happy. But I also want to be efficient. And I will cut vegetables on these files." But I, I think more more than about the job, he feels mentorship in like life, right? He you know he said, "I didn't have a ticket. I didn't have a ticket for the first class train when I first saw you here, but I wanted to be with you. But after that, I I I got you know." I got a, a train ticket for first class. And I think, I don't know, as a writer, as a filmmaker, I think that's important to have mentors. And sometimes it's not necessarily about the job itself, but it's about those other aspects in life that kind of help you with the job. I really, we don't know where he landed and I really hope that he, he succeeded in, in, in doing the job properly because apparently he just messed up all the numbers, which is so sad and funny and not funny at the same time. But, whatever also he dropped the organ card and i i wondered what the stats were on sorry organ orphan card and i wondered where the stats were on orphan children in india because also what, what kind of not what causes it but what causes it because i i don't i don't often hear about people being orphans unless they're specifically talking about both of their parents dying and I know, obviously, orphanages existed all around the world for a very long time, but I don't know if we call them orphanages anymore, as long as we like call them like being in the system or like foster care or something like that. So while they may be orphaned, I don't think we often hear that word. So it's interesting that he dropped he dropped that. Um, yeah, you just rarely hear people say, say that. And, and, and the response that he got seemed to be genuine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder if there's any if, if anyone has any insight on that and... and can share some like because i'm curious again i like to think that he'd be okay in his position but something tells me that trouble is most certainly gonna follow him i'm sure if there was like a sequel or like a little snippet at the end of the movie right like he is <laughs> he's found himself doing something anyways this film is is beautiful and it's about vulnerability and allowing yourself to be open to the universe even when you think you're stuck in the same routine i i hope that these smaller movies in India aren't a one-off. Again, if you have more recommendations, I, I'd love to see it and, and really watch those because there must be an independent version of, of Indian films, right? Where these movies may exist. Um, but it felt really impactful for me. And in all, yeah, I, of course I think it's required because I think telling a simple story like that and allowing the filmmaker to shine and the actors to shine, and for all these things to, to kind of happen, couldn't be more important in filmmaking, even if they aren't, like, really big blockbuster films. Now, I'm curious. Again, what did you guys think of, of this movie? Is this something that went over your heads? Did you see it in theaters? Did you watch it later on? What's the general feeling on movies like this, if you're accustomed to Indian Indian cinema? Yeah, and with that... I'll make it really, really simple. Thanks so much for watching. This is Required Watching, and we are a film club. So subscribe, comment, do all the fun stuff, and we'll keep this train going. Of course, if you have more films for me to watch, leave them in the comments, and I'll be, be sure to let you know if I end up watching them, and we can talk about it together. So with all that, peace.